Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. You guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project Podcast with me, McKaylin. Guys, I kind of am not going to lie. I was feeling a little bit nervous about this episode. Guys, I've not sat down in front of a mic in like a month. And I'm going to be honest, it was like a relaxing month, but I cannot tell you like how badly just like this week and the past week I have been so eager to just, there's something about like sitting down. And I know a lot of people aren't going to be able to relate to this. Some of you are, but I think even too, whenever you're just like doing something so consistently and you've integrated it into a part of your life, you start to miss that. And I've just missed it so much. And I feel like I have so much to share and stuff that God has put on my heart. And I've been having a hard time kind of articulating it, I feel like in a sense, because I'm out of practice putting things together and like how structured I just how structured it needs to be and all that jazz um but nonetheless I am so excited to get back into the swing of this and just being able to connect with you guys here and as you guys know I'm quite long-winded and it's been like very difficult for me to like not be able to share some of the things that are on my heart and like I do like I write it down and I'll put it in my notes or I'll you know journal it or whatever but it's just not the same as like speaking it out loud getting it off my heart getting off my chest getting off my lips and being able to share it with all of you and hear guys' feedback and just, you know, hang out. So whatever. But a couple of things before we jump into um, our talk today. So we are in February, which is pretty nuts. Um, The month of love. (laughs) But we have our February writers and they are killing it. They are doing so amazing. They have been so much fun to work with. If you guys are interested at all in our writing program, um, go and fill out an application on the empowermentproject.com under the Our Team tab and uh, scroll down and fill out an application right down there and it'll get sent directly to myself and to Olivia which is our new editor and she is killing it as well like she blows me away all of the time Um, I don't know if I've talked to you guys since we added Olivia I don't think so okay so we added a new a new person to our team her name is Olivia and she is such an asset to what we are doing like I can't even tell you guys how much she has added to our team um, in so many different ways but she is just honestly an answered prayer. And I was telling her this like over and over again, because uh, it just means so much to me that people would see the empowerment project as something that they uh, want to invest in or want to take time to like, you know, contribute to our mission and what we're doing. And it's just so cool to me whenever people, when people do that. And so we have a lot of people that, you know, applied to be writers and it's been so amazing. I remember when I first put out like the, uh, the call for writers, because I wanted, I had this like you know, this like dream of like having these teams of writers that were able to come in and, and be ministered to and poured into and also be able to like work their muscle and practice their gift and their skill of writing and storytelling and sharing the gospel in written form. And I 
I was I remember like being like, oh, you know, probably no one's going to like want to do it. I'll probably have to like reach out to people and ask them if they'd be willing to like, uh, you know, write for a month. And I was so wrong about that. Like people were really excited about it. And the excitement has just really kind of grown. And people really rallied around the idea of the Empower Hour and just showing up and showing love and being excited to be poured into by these women who are on their own walk and um, in relatability with what everyone's kind of going through in different seasons of their life, but um, you will more than likely find somebody that you can relate to with something. Um, we're all kind of living the same life, you know, and that's something I've definitely learned, I feel like, is like we're all kind of like living the same life just at different times or like in different ways, but we can all pretty much relate to so many different things or when things are like boiled down to it and to the root of what's going on, we can all, you know, find common ground there. And so it's just been super cool to kind of help cultivate like a, a team um, and for them to get to know each other and have common ground of, you know, growing in relationship with the Lord and growing in, in their skill set and what the Lord has called them to do. So it's been really awesome. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you should. It's just at the Empowerment Project with an extra T at the end or um, follow along with us on our website at theempowermentproject.com. There also is another T at the end on that, theempowermentprojectt.com. So and you can keep up with all of the Empower Hour posts there. And I'm telling you what, they are so amazing. It's every single day except for Sunday and Saturday that we have a new blog post that goes up. And yeah, it's just been so awesome. I can't say enough good things about it and how excited it makes me. And there's other things in the work. And I know I say that a lot, but like we're actually finally coming to a conclusion, like coming to like a close on the things that, that we're wanting to do. And I cannot honestly I couldn't be more excited about it and I really just feel the ministry moving in that direction and so I'm really excited to share it with you guys soon so keep your eyes peeled keep your ears peeled and make sure you return um to the uh podcast to hear more about all of that and of course it will be free because you know um your spiritual sugar mama you know what I mean so <laughs> Anyway, um, I've got so many jokes. Okay, literally, I know you guys have missed me so much. I'm just freaking excited. Um, so this week, I grew another year older. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm so thankful for it. Um, another trip around the sun, you know. But I, of course, I like, you know, it was a little bit difficult. You know, I'm just getting another year older. And I think it comes with a lot of like reflection of like, um, you know, where my life is and a lot of like opportunity for God to kind of come in and either call correction and be like, Hey, listen, quit wilding out and comparing yourself to where other people are and just walk the path that I've asked you to walk. But also it came with so much like excitement too, for like the year to come and what the Lord's calling me into. So super awesome. But my birthday was so much fun. Um, it was, it really was such a sweet, sweet birthday. It's one that I think I'll remember forever. Like, I definitely remember last year's, and my parents are just so great at making it so special, like making me feel so celebrated and so loved. And so my mom made like a crab legs, you know, uh, like spread and corn on the cob and potatoes. It's like my favorite meal is seafood and uh, like all that jazz. And so she put all that together and did like even like the little cheddar rolls from Red Lobster that you, that they, or the cheddar biscuit things I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about but they're like see I don't know I think it's got some sort of maybe it's got like crab like meat in it or something I can't remember but 
really was so good. Um, made me feel so special. And then my best friend, Chloe, you guys know Chloe. Um, she reached out to all of my friends who were like spread out all over the place and my family and asked them to send in like a 30 second clip. Um, just wishing me happy birthday and sending love. And then she put it all into one huge video and I got to watch it and she gifted it to me on my birthday. And it was just such a huge surprise. Like I never, I feel like I'm pretty like, you know, I can catch up on things. Like I can pick out, you know, I'm like, ah, something's going on here. But like, I, it caught me so off guard. I was like, what is this? Um, but it was so special to just see everyone's face. And like, it can be like when you're in a season of like, oh, I haven't seen these people in forever. Like, you know, kind of feeling like not forgotten, but like, just kind of like we're growing apart and like distance and all that stuff. And it was just so nice to just feel like so loved and feel like people you know were around me even though they weren't able to be around me but anyway so my birthday was this week and it was amazing so what that basically means is that uh i'm another year older and another year wiser than i was last week okay so you've got a lot to learn from me and i'm really busy being so smart and brilliant but no of course i'm kidding but i miss you guys so much and i think that like one of the first things that I wanted to come on and share, and I feel like this is kind of something that would fit more into um, like a New Year's podcast, but uh, I think that we, as we start kind of season three, I think um, it, it still fits in wonderfully, and I feel like it's what the Lord is moving me to share, so it's what we're going to do. I'm going to be obedient in that, and um, even though I'm not really sure, like I've, the structure is going to be fine, but more so I just have so many thoughts and like ideas around this, and I feel like you know, hopefully it speaks to somebody that needs to kind of regain um, some sort of like, I don't want to say control, like to uh, to an extreme because, you know, there needs to be a sense where we like relinqu relinquish that. But if your life is kind of just running you and you are not running it anymore, um, I feel like this is going to be a, a wonderful podcast for you. So today we're talking about life rhythms and um, this is a revelation that I feel like I have had and it has just been like I've been swirling in it ever since and I feel like God has consistently like shown me more and more about it and like what it means for me and in my life and something that I feel like will continue to set a tone for the way that I live um, and I feel like I've been pretty open about like my struggles with you guys of you know just like my quickness and um just a whole bunch of other things that we're going to get into um, here in a minute. But I feel like you probably will be able to draw a little bit from my story and hopefully you guys can relate or find your story and my story and the story that I share or the story in the Bible um, that I share and be able to relate to it on some level, even if it's, it isn't exactly um, the experience that you feel, but maybe like to the um, to the multitude or to like the extent of whatever it is that's controlling your life um, and being able to relate to it in that way and kind of find your own navigation systems um, in the way that I found these. And I feel like um, it's just going to be a really good discussion because we're going to kind of hit on like spiritual life rhythms but also just kind of our life rhythms as a whole so we are going to be in mark 6 i keep say accidentally saying march 6th um <laughs> i don't know what my problem is but we're going to be in mark 6 so if you want to um flip that flip there or just you know for reference for later um it is only a few verses though so you don't really need to flip there if you if you don't want to. Um, but in Mark 6, I believe it's chapter 2, um, and it's verse... Oh, wait, no. Are you kidding me? What is wrong with me? Mark 6, <laughs> verse 30. Where did 2 even come from? I Oh, I was reading Galatians 2 earlier. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, Mark 6, 
verse 30 to 32. Okay, so it says, The apostles returned to Jesus and told him and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. So there's so many things that I I feel like we can pull away from this. And I, first and foremost, I feel like Jesus here sets the stage for what a Christian um, rhythm should look like. And I feel like as people, we can get, we can struggle to allow this fluidity of this, like, you know, to do the work and then to allow the rest, to do the work and to allow the rest. And or for each area or each season or each moment, however quickly it comes and it goes, we struggle to let these areas come forth and serve their purpose. And as believers, many of us feel like we can't do enough. And then there, so like there's some of us that like do too much and then some of us who aren't really doing anything at all. And so I feel like that it's, you know, two sides of the coin and um, you either get stuck in, you know, this lethargic state or um, whatever it is that you're struggling with and, and just kind of this like this lethargic or this slug sluggish sort of sort of state. And then there's others of us who are just constantly going. And I feel like I feel like that's more so and I think depending on like probably the pandemic and how that's like affected your life, um, you may not be in the same like you know, rhythm as you were like prior to when everything was open and you were constantly going and doing and all this stuff. But sometimes the busyness and the hurry still, still seems to find us because we live in such a fast paced society. And I know I say that all the time, but it is not slowing down anytime soon. And the more, like the quicker that we face it and the more aware we become of it and what it's actually doing to us, to our health, to our mental health, our emotional health, like our perception of the way that we live, the more, like the quicker that we come to terms with that and realize how it's affecting us, then the quicker we can, you know, combat it and the quicker or the more likely we are to get a handle on it so that when things like consistently continue to, you know, create, like be chaotic around us, we still have our grounding and we still have our focus um, of the kind of life that we want to live. And so I know I've been open about my struggle with hurrying (laughs) and just being so quick. And I feel like um, kind of the more that I share about it or more, the more that I like analyze it within myself, um, I think it's just kind of, um, I, I think some of it is anxiety driven, but I think at the same time, some of it is genetic. I know like uh, one of my grandparents, she, like my grandma, she is very, very quick and very like, um, you know, we're, we're those people that like our brain never stops. We're always thinking, we're always like running. We're always like have something to do or we're thinking about the most efficient way to do something. And I mean, mine, even like the way that I, that my brain works and how quickly I want to. And when I say that, I don't mean like, I mean, like, I, I feel like I c- can be intellectual, but I'm not saying like, oh, my brain works so fast and I'm so smart and blah, blah, blah. It's really like, it's, it's less quality and more like clutter, I want to say. So I don't mean that in like, oh, you know, I'm so smart or someone thinking like, oh, my brain doesn't work fast. So like, that doesn't mean I'm smart. That's not the same thing at all. Um, it's just like, there's so much clutter and I'm constantly moving through so many different things all at once that like, I struggle to find grounding. And so I tried to move quickly and I was, um, and I want to say too, like, so this life rhythm thing has been something on my heart and I have been, you know, rolling it over my head for quite some time because I feel like for so many of us, we are all seeking some sort of balance. And the more that I seek that, the more I'm like, 
how attainable is that? Like, how can you balance, like, like a balancing act? Like it's, we, we, uh, life has too many ebbs and flows and ups and downs and seasons. Like, I mean, it's biblical that there's a season for mourning and for dancing and for, I mean, all of these different things. So if we were supposed to be balancing all of these different areas in complete, um, you know, equivalency to, to the other, then we, like, it's just not possible. It's, it's just not humanly possible for us to give, like, all of our attention to everything at all times is what I'm trying to get at. Like there, there's a time when like your family needs to be, or your family should always be at the forefront, but like, you know what I mean? Like there's times whenever in my life, like the empowerment project has to come before, you know, whatever, or there's times whenever like my dog needs to come before work, like I need to take my dog to an appointment. And so then I wasn't able to like get this thing done or this like routine or whatever it is. Like there's always going to be times in our life where we are focusing on a wedding or um, some sort of celebration. And like we, we have to allow for this, this thing to come center stage and allow it to have its time in our life. Like it, it, like keeping everything so balanced, like it's more so like prioritizing what, what can come and be center stage at this time and just focusing on the, the priority of it all. And so I think we're all in this super, like we're all rallying around this idea of, of balance. And I just really don't think balance is attainable. And I don't think that it should be. And I think that we need to give ourselves permission to allow for other things to come in and be center stage and be priority over, um, over some other things in our lives. And I am very much like a routine person. And so routines are so great. And I will stand by that forever. But even if you look at that, like if you look at your routine as like what sets like the pace for your life, like or sets your life up for, you know, productivity or like what you give your attention to, like just looking at routines in general, like I, something I started to realize is I was like, I'm living the same day over and over because I'm so routine driven that I'm not allowing space for anything else. And I mean, like whenever I'm talking about like things coming center stage and allowing themselves to like be present in certain areas, like I kind of use like probably too big of, of scenarios, but like, even if it's like, you know, um, making up for sleep, like you were sick last night and allowing yourself to, to sleep in. And so then now you can't do this or this routine or, you know, your, your Bible time, making sure that you work this in here because now you later you have to go and be at this meeting or whatever, like allowing yourself the fluidity and allowing yourself to step away from your routines and not letting your routines dictate your emotions and dictate your day. Because I very much, I very much like had that mindset of like, well, if I don't get time for like my routine and some people don't operate that sometimes people, their routines like cause them to slow down and then give them like a, um, you know, a better, uh, a better like stance on being able to allow fluidity throughout their day. And so kind of my purpose in saying all of this is like finding what works for you and allowing, um, and allowing the 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 rhythm of your life to to run deeper and um, be more up like uh, knowing what your rhythm is and allowing that to be what you build your life around or what you want your rhythm what you want your rhythm to be and so. <clears throat> 
because routines change season to season, but a life rhythm should be fluid regardless of the season of life that you're in. So routines are great, but a rhythm is really like, it goes so much deeper and further of like, my rhythm of life is, is how I respond to situations. Like how I, how, if this happens, this is how I respond. Or my rhythm of life is, um, you know, peaceful and joyful and happy and slow. And I'm enjoying my day to day and, and all that. Whereas like routines is very much like, so, so much about like the task and its completion and rather than the rhythm of that routine and allowing it to look and be a certain way and not having to be so structured and regimen all the time. And I feel like that's kind of where I fell into like the, the category that I fell into. And so if I wasn't able to complete my routine, then I was a failure. Like if I, um, you know, was upstate, like working on a, which this isn't good either, but like if I, this is what it looked like in my life though. As if I was like working on a project or finishing something and then I couldn't get up the next morning and complete my routine, then I felt like a failure for the rest of the day. And I would literally carry that baggage around with me. Like even if it wasn't like, you know, if it was like uh, my routine for that morning or it wasn't as efficient as I wanted it to be or I woke up like later than I wanted it to and then I would carry that into like my afternoon routine or like my lunch routine or my evening routine and then it would kind of like get all backed up and because I was like not allowing fluidity or being like, okay, well, it's okay to not have this routine so structured here and allowing like time for this later and allowing them to kind of like mesh into this thing that I call my life. And so my rhythm would be, you know, regardless of if I'm able to complete my routine or not, I'm going to make space for that at the end of my day, or I'm going to cater to myself and cater to what my body needs or what my mind needs and allow, allow room for that somewhere else. Um, and so when I talk about rhythms, I, I kind of want to share with you guys, like my idea, cause a lot of people are like, okay, what's like, what's, what is a life rhythm? Um, and I think that, uh, whenever I think of a, a rhythm, I think of like keeping a nice, you know, tempo, keeping a nice rhythm, um, your fluidity, like I said, but also just like your pattern of life and letting that course or that like river run deeper and, um, it really being a part of like who you are and the mindset that you want to have around things, the way you respond and react, um, and, and how quick you are to do that or how slow you are to do that. Um, and I was talking to my life coach and I was kind of like fleshing this out to her cause I wanted to like gain more understanding around life rhythms because I'm like, I heard, and I literally was like looking up, I'm like, okay, I heard like the term life rhythm and I, I clung to it cause I was like, Ooh, that sounds super nice. And the more that I like looked into it, I could not find any resources on a life rhythm, but it really like resonated with me. And I'm like, this makes so much sense to, to what I want to obtain in my life and what I want my life to look like. And I literally could not find any resources on it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna talk to my life coach about it. And she had so much to share. And it was really like, she added so much like, um, like just more of a concrete understanding of what a rhythm kind of looks like and the more I kind of like uh you know thought about it I would like or actually this is one of the first things probably that I thought of is like okay if I were to think of my life as like a musical piece and I don't know if any of you guys like into music or whatever but um just thinking of it like metaphorically like if my life were a musical piece like if I could you know take my life pluck it and place it on a cd and then put my cd in my stereo 
like I don't know if anyone has that anymore okay your car but if you like put it in or you play it over a loudspeaker like what does your life sound like you know and my mind immediately went to like everything all at once super fast really noisy not a lot of context not a lot of quality just like a lot of things moving all at the same time and not a lot of clarity and just like super like super super quick and so then I asked myself okay like if I like what would I want my life to sound like and I had all of these like thoughts come to my head of like this like slowness and this like this like rich sort of depth um, with all of these different instruments and all of these different, you know, like uh, supporting sounds and things kind of coming in and like taking like the forefront of the piece at its designated time. Um, so if you guys are, I'm getting quite deep, but like hopefully you guys are like following along of like my my thought process. I was in band. Um, and so I, and I love, I love like, um, I love musicals. I love music. I love opera. I love symphonies. I love all of that. And something that I always think is so, so cool is how like, take the flute, for example, like the flute is not a super powerful noise, um, but it plays its part in the piece and it adds such a different element or an important element into the musical piece. And whenever it comes forward or you allow it to have that space, like it, it, it brings forth something so beautiful. And so while you can look at it and be like, oh, that's not an important piece of the an important instrument in in the in the the musical piece or in the song um you can look at it standing alone and be like oh I don't know if that like adds anything to it but whenever you bring it in and you allow it um for its importance to come forward it brings so so much and I feel like in the body of Christ we we have that same analogy with like the body you can look at the limbs and be like oh what does this what does this bring to the table and what does this bring to the table and it's like when it all comes together and it all works together it all has its own important function that it contributes to to the body and to the musical piece and when you like think of that same analogy like in your life and all of the different elements and areas of your life they all bring forth something really important and worth having, but it's not all meant to be utilized at the exact same time. And it's not like just because you you aren't giving that thing center stage doesn't mean that you're neglecting it. It's just a supporting piece right now in your life. And I think that's something that I'm trying to figure out is because I'm like, okay, if I don't, if I'm not doing everything all at once and I'm going to slip on this area. And I think like just trusting God with my life and being like, okay, you, I allow you to take me into and out of seasons and you bring forth, bring forth at this moment or in this season, the thing that's supposed to be supposed to be there and whether we're thinking of seasons as like actual like months or years or even like day to day or hour to hour like different things are going to call for our attention at different times and we have to make like sacrifices so many times a day and for somebody who who like really like thrives on control it's really hard for me to be able to like set things down whenever I need to and I'm like no I don't have to do that like I can figure it out like don't worry like I'll I'll make time for it I'll I'll figure something out and it's like that's not always doable and allowing yourself permission um to to make certain things a priority and not um always hold everything all at once and something I loved that Denica said which is uh, uh my life coach and I uh I 
talk about her a lot. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you probably heard her name. And I highly recommend if you guys are interested in that. But something she talked about, she was like, something that I thought about while you were talking about the music analogy was like how each song serves, like songs serve different purposes, but even like different areas and songs serve different purposes. Like when you and your friend like get excited about like, the certain part of the song that you really, really enjoy, or if there's a song that really just brings you a lot of peace, or, you know, you sometimes choose different songs for different days, like you have playlists for studying or playlists for doing X, Y, and Z, and allowing your life to serve that emotional, mental, and physical purpose in your life, and not having to be so, like, hurried and so, um, you know, or 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 it playing like the same thing over and over and over again. Because if it's constantly like super fast, like you're gonna get exhausted of that. Like you need something different. Your body is like we run in such cycles. Um, just as humans, like we we operate in cycles and in rhythms. And so I think for me, like asking myself, like what do I want my life to sound like? And it really was just kind of this like slow, peaceful, and of course allowing for like excitement and stuff to come in, but also. Um, recognizing that like I need rest just as much as I need the excitement and so that's something that I love so much about Mark 6 is how he talked about or it says the apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught and he said to them come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while for many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat and they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves and I think this is so important because um probably some of you guys have heard someone say this you've said this yourself I've said this so many times of like I didn't even get time to eat today, you know, or I, I had to work through lunch or I didn't get to, didn't get to eat today or I didn't get to do this today. And that's so like, uh, when it comes to that, then we're definitely on the side of like the performance side and neglecting the rest. And something that I'm learning is how biblical rest is. I used to take pride in like not getting enough rest of, or being able to do and complete so much. Like I was, I'm known as like the person who just get stuff done. And, um, and I really took that on as an identity of mine. And Psalms 127:2 says, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives belo- his beloved sleep. And I love this verse. Like this verse is probably one of my new favorite ones because he gives his beloved sleep. And I love how it says that it's in vain that you rise early and you go late to rest because I was like queen of this and I took pride in it so selfishly and so ignorantly. I was like, oh, I don't need to sleep. I have w- I'm way too important. I like I mean, obviously, I don't, like, really think that I'm just saying, like, I have way too much stuff I need to get done. Like, um, I almost mean that sarcastically <laughs> because, like, like no matter, like, how much you're you're getting done, if you are, like, neglecting yourself or neglecting, um, you know, what God is telling you to do, clearly, then you're not going to be as um, – as impactful as you could be. And so I love how it says eating the bread of anxious toil, you know, that's normally what like keeps us up or like disturbs us in our night rest or um, like literally the other night I woke up and I was so anxious. I woke up just randomly and I couldn't like figure out like why I was anxious. And I just felt like I needed to like accomplish something because whenever I accomplish something, then I allow myself to like, okay, like breathe a little bit. And I didn't know like what I could possibly do. Like I was like, everything's, I don't know like what I could be needing to do and so I just paid a student loan for no reason that didn't need to be paid like just so that I could like have a sense of like a a sense of like completion and so like with me saying this like I am learning in the same way that you guys are I'm just sharing my struggles of like 
what's been difficult for me or like um kind of how my how my brain works or how I how I work through stuff um but like I, I think kind of like what I'm learning is like whatever because I'm very like goal oriented and goal driven and what I'm learning is that like it doesn't matter if you reach that goal if you're not becoming the person that God has called you to be so it's less about the doing and the completing and like the task driven things because you can get so far in your life and be like okay I've done all of this like I've been able to you know accomplish this this and this but you can't look at yourself and see like who you've become or what you learned along the way or like what the process taught you all you have is just these accomplishments or all you have are like these like you know ticks next to the things that you that you wanted to get done and you never focused on what God was teaching you or showing you in that moment and you didn't become he who God wanted you to become and the the heart the the reconciliation or the the restoration never came because um you neglected it and it was all about the doing so what I'm learning is that it's less about the doing and more about the becoming and um something that I was sharing with Denica was like, I hurry so much through my life. And I know I've shared this with you guys too, but like, I just have to rush through everything. Like I have, like, I could be going to the grocery store and I'm like going as fast as I can. And it's like, there's no point in like rushing this. And I would feel like, okay, this is wrong. Like, why am I rushing? But I really could not come up with any justification as to why I shouldn't be rushing it. I'm like, I'm still going to get the same outcome. I'm not changing like, you know, the experience, like this just doesn't really matter. And it's like, I know, you know, like the, to take like joy in the things that I'm doing and I'm like what could what joy can be found in folding laundry I'm like what joy can be found in like grocery shopping what joy can be found in doing dishes or in cleaning or things that I need to slow down and like do or like making my bed or whatever and she was like you're not changing the experience or the outcome you're changing the approach and like stress is and worry and hurry already is sometimes unavoidable in our lives so quit inviting it into places that it is absolutely not welcome like we already have to deal with that stuff so quit bringing it into places that it shouldn't be in and I was like wow that's so like that's so so good because like I'll stress over things that like just really don't need stress and it's like why am I inviting stress into this area of my life that like it has no business being in like I already have to deal with stress outside of this so like I need to protect myself enough to 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 protect myself against that stress and so something that I'm really working on is like challenging my tendencies um and challenging myself and like what my default is and what I've allowed space for in my life when it comes to worry and anxiety or hurry or stress or whatever it is and I think this is on like the same or like the the same coin different sides probably um but kind of like I said earlier with mark six is like um, some of us feel like we are, you know, some of us, all we want to do is work. And some of us, all we want to do is, is leisurely and go away and be by ourselves. Like, I feel like, um, you know, we, we can take things to different extremes. Not a lot of people are very good about allowing the fluidity for it to be like, oh, I'm going to go and do, and then I'm going to allow rest and have a really healthy, um, kind of relationship with that. And so I feel like for people who struggle with more like the lethargic side of it, um, and, and not wanting to do or feeling, feeling a little bit more sluggish, like asking yourself, why do I feel the way that I feel? What is it that's holding me back? Do I feel like I'm going to fail before I even get started? Is it laziness? Is it something that I need to cast out? Like, is it something that I need to take to the Lord? And challenging your tendencies and challenging yourself. Like, so, you know, if you're struggling to, like, get up off the couch and go do X, Y, and Z, like, challenging your tendencies 
uh, in, you know, whatever, whatever your, your default is. And it's the same thing with like hurrying, um, challenging my tendencies and things like that, because like one of my tendencies is like making my bed super fast. There's no need to like make my bed that fast. Um, and I like kind of was like, I kind of get cracked up whenever I tell people about like the things that I do that I like need to hurry up and do and it's it causes me so much anxiety and stress without with no need no need at all and like my heart rates up I'm sweating I'm stressed like it's there's like a physical stress like manifesting in my body at for literally no reason at all and so that's a that's a um a, a tendency that I am that I'm challenging and I think for you you know like if you want to have like uh asking yourself like what kind of life rhythm you want to have and and I think that like being able to look at your life and ask yourself like how do I respond in certain situations um what's my default setting you know whenever my feel like whenever I'm feeling hurt or whatever how do I react um because like I said like your life rhythms like they flow they flow deeper than just your routines or your day-to-day um your day-to-day living it it it, like feeds into your decisions and um things you do that are like second nature and like how you respond and how you um center yourself with the Lord and how you serve him and how you have a healthy relationship with serving him and getting alone with him because for the people who are quick to serve um a lot of times we can idolize our service or like our works over getting alone and being alone with the Lord we we confuse like doing things for him with being with him and spending time with him and then for others you know of course I think it's actually it's so so wonderful I mean of course if all you do if all you do is spend time with the Lord but also taking that and utilizing it and applying it and sharing it with others and um I think is you know is is just as important just as needed so you may have your routines down maybe you do maybe you don't um you may know your tendencies you may know your patterns and I think what I would just ask you is like is 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 that pattern or if you looked at the rhythm of your life right now like are you satisfied with it if you could listen to it what would it sound like um if it's if it's not if you're not happy about what it would sound like like what would you like it to sound like what changes can you make uh and something that i am working on doing is of course challenging my tendencies like i said but um also creating space in my days for me to like slow down and enjoy certain areas so if you struggle to find solitude throughout your day like ask yourself what are areas in my life that i enjoy that i can invite solitude and like um and stillness into into that already you know enjoyable area rather than having to like having to like take something that you don't like and like slow down in that you know what I mean because like for me I'm like ugh, dishes like I do not want to slow down in that like I want to hurry up and get that done as quick as possible but like drinking my coffee I really like that so okay how can I incorporate a, a how can I incorporate stillness into that, that it's going to help cultivate the rhythm of my life that I'm wanting to live. And I feel like we can, we can look at this and be like, okay, this is super extra. You know, it doesn't really affect anything that much. And I think that something that was said to me that I feel really is important is like just because you don't really see the harm in it doesn't mean the harm isn't happening you know and so asking yourself like for me it's like the anxiety and the stress that I was inviting into my life and no none of it changed the outcome like I still got the dishes done I still you know got this done I still you know was able to accomplish x y and z but like my inner peace and my 
and the joy, like all, all of that was being, being impacted. And really my life rhythm was a reflection of my spirit and the, the, more like the condition of my spirit was being reflected in the way that I was living my life and how quickly I needed to do everything and just my restlessness and all of that. And when I look at somebody that I admire, they're very like calm and um, thoughtful and they aren't like, you know, rushing ahead of everything. And like, I don't want to blink and like look up and my life, you know, be like, I'm like 10 years down the road and I barely took any time to like look up and enjoy the small mundane things happening around me. Like, you know, just things that happen in day-to-day life. So I think whenever we get super caught up in like the routines and the goals and the tasks and all that, we're kind of really moving away from what life is meant to be about, which is, you know, relationship and time with the Lord and, you know, just enjoying our life and the life that he's been given us and or the life that he has given us the life that we've been given um and finding him in in those areas and just doing life with him and so I feel like that is a direction that I want to take my life in and I want to have more peace more restfulness um stop and just smell the freaking roses you know <laughs> So that's the direction that I'm heading in. Um, And I hope that this spoke to you guys, whether you are whichever side of the coin you are on, I hope that you can find more. I'm going to use the word fluidity because really when it comes down to it, balance, I just is so difficult. And the more that I pursued balance, and I'm sure a lot of you can attest to this, but the more that you pursue balance, like I feel like the less attainable it is, um, depending on how many things you have on your plate. It's so hard to keep everything all up in the air, you know, and it's like sometimes you're going to have to let some some of the balls drop in order to um, keep this one going because this is the one that's important and you're going to have to be okay with that and allow the other areas of your life to be supporting elements in what deserves and needs your attention right now. So I hope that this was a helpful episode for you guys. Welcome back to, you know, we're in season three and I'm so excited and I am really excited for next week's episode um, as well. I just really felt like this was a message that God was wanting me to share. So I hope that, um, I mean, I know that, you know, if he wanted it to be shared, then somebody's going to hear it that needs to hear it. But um, yeah, I love you guys so much. Make sure that you go check out everything that we're doing over on the IG and on the website and just hanging out with us in other ways. We're going to have some other opportunities coming soon for you guys to get involved with all the stuff that we're doing. But um, I love you guys so much and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.